0: Welcome back to another episode of this podcast that's called Koalas and Crumpets. It's episode number eight and hello to you. Hello to you. Do you know, do you remember, you remember Bo Selector.
1: Of course. And um,
0: Avid Merion, who is now Keith Lemon, apparently. Yes. Always used to say, hello to you. Thank you, please. Yes. (laughs) And I've said it ever since, like for 20 years.
1: (laughs) I I hated Bo Selector and then... I think I was too young to really get what it was doing. Now I'm,
0: uh, I love it. Well, it's quite uh, un PC these days.
1: It is very un PC. I reference, obviously, there's obviously, there's still a, a home cleaning thing called Silit Bang that we still use. And I still just call it Clip Bang because of Madonna going, I use Clip Bang. And she's just <laughs> like lying there with it. <laughs> uh, yeah and obviously craig david even though craig david's like super not that relevant anymore so he um
0: he still says that he hated because everyone just used to walk around going craig david oh. because of Bo selector which i think is hilarious
1: oh craig have a sense of humor mate
0: uh yeah he didn't yeah apparently yeah. and still doesn't yeah. it ruined my life Bo selector ruined my life oh uh. really you go home and cry until you're millions of dollars, yeah. Pounds, and tell me how it ruined your life.
1: Yeah, exactly, bozo.
0: So, um, enough of that.
1: I got a suntan.
0: What? 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 Oh wow! It's, how did you do that in that country?
1: It happened. the The weather went up and it became sunny, and I sat in my garden yesterday and I got a suntan. so. You don't mean you
0: don't mean sunburnt?
1: Yeah, on my forehead. It was, um, mm. but I'm really pasty anyway. I've got like. Nordic ancestry. So I'm a little bit ginger. But yeah, I, I came inside last night. It was 20, 22 degrees Celsius in my garden. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've got a red nose and a red forehead. So sunscreen time in the UK. Woo!
0: Yeah. <laughs> For two days. No, it, amazingly, it's warmer there than here. It's like sixteen degrees here most days this week. Ha 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 What's going on? The table is. It's rained, it rained a lot. Oh but this Adelaide. What are you gonna do?
1: It's like the earth is turning around the sun and something's happened. Ha
0: <laughs> ha Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> so, okay, first of all, yeah. you say forehead. Yeah. You don't say forehead. No. Ooh.
1: I think posh people say forehead. Or Northern people. I'm not sure. I say forehead.
0: I think most Australians say forehead.
1: Oh, right. nice. No, th- Even though I don't think
0: it's right. I think it should be forehead. I mean, that's how it's written.
1: I think it depends. I think it's just dependent on where you're from because I'm pretty sure posh people say forehead in the same way that there's like a difference between oh, wow.
0: plaque and plaque or, you know, so. I always thought it would be the other way around, though. Because it sounds like forehead is the correct proper pronunciation and forehead is just like the, the lazy way. Yeah, but... It's weird that it's the other way around.
1: Sometimes posh people annex things together so it rolls better off the tongue. I guess it depends on like the mm. accent, doesn't it? But yeah, but I did I did say forehead. That's what I, I'm going to stand with. But if I hear someone say forehead and I'll, I'll determine where they're from in the UK, <laughs> I'll get back to you with the forehead news.
0: <laughs> the other thing you just said was, you know, there's like castle and castle and dance and dance yeah here in adelaide you know uh, i think they're quite proud because uh, of you know most of sydney most of melbourne uh, other places we were all convict settlements but adelaide was like this free city where like all the posh people moved because they didn't want to go to where all the convicts were so they made their own place Mm. and here in adelaide they all say dance and castle and speak try to speak fancy it's Mm -hmm. very funny that almost everywhere else in Australia, it's just like castle dance. Wow! But here, it's a, it's dance and fancy talking.
1: So fancy! Oh my gosh! Do they, so if you yeah. hear if
0: you're in Australia and you hear another Australian talking and they say one of those words, you're like, mm. "Are you from Adelaide?" <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, how did you know? Oh, it's pretty easy."
1: It's interesting, isn't it? Because like North America, I mean the the states, they kind of lost that. Traditional transatlantic accent pretty quickly, didn't they? I mean, there's still a few mm. New York socialites who speak with that 1950s sort of, Am I American? Well, hello there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that never really, they obviously at some point just got, Oh, no, this, this is too much. But, I love
0: listening back at those like yeah, 50, yeah. 60, 70 years old of like news casts and stuff and people talking with that funny voice it's great
1: yeah I love it. it's interesting like i mean even if you look at the sort of rp accent from britain not a lot of people have that anymore really i mean no. maybe some really i mean i think the last person i knew who spoke like that personally was my grandmother who passed away a decade ago at the age of 90 but she was still wow. not perfect in that RP World War II radio accent. It didn't sound like
0: that. It's just sort of, yeah, it's sort of gone. It's quite interesting and to me. It wasn't that long ago when, you know, if you were on the BBC... You had to speak the correct, the proper English. Mm. But I just, I just see like the normal BBC news now with that white-haired guy. I don't know what his name is. Mm. He was the one who announced when the Queen died. He was on.
1: Yeah. Band. Okay. Yeah whoever,
0: yeah. whoever he is. Yeah. Yeah. He's so obviously Welsh. Yeah. And you can hear it. Yeah. And he's not trying to do the perfect proper RP. I guess he's trying to speak better.
1: Oh yeah, he's but definitely. But you can still
0: obviously tell that. Yeah, he's Welsh. Just by the way he talks.
1: Yes, yeah. He's definitely in, like in the Anthony Hopkins degree of Welsh rather than mm. the, we still don't want to pronounce our vowels Welsh, which is, like, people forget Catherine Zeta-Jones is Welsh. She which, is, she is. And yes. like, they're like, oh, what is her accent? I always thought she was Hispanic. No.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> she, no, well, just Welsh. <laughs> there's, I don't even know what to say. There's so many things I could say about Americans being stupid, but I won't say it. <laughs> Ugh. anyway <laughs> yeah there's two big things we need to talk about yes which one should we do first
1: let's talk about the coronation because
0: it, oh there was a coronation I, I didn't even notice a,
1: it felt so long it feels like so long ago um yeah
0: because oh, well we recorded probably only days before it happened yeah. so it was a while ago
1: yeah and um it was a very rainy day i know that much yeah
0: it did rain on and off like, every time i saw the Pictures of the crowds, they, you know, there's a lot of umbrellas there.
1: Oh, yeah. And, um,
0: and raincoats and things.
1: Yeah. But I I mean, I think I just said, I mean, I was talking about this yesterday. I was like, why does everyone now say, I mean? It's like it's such a weird thing that everyone says. Well, like, I need to stop. Just, just say what you mean. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> I'm obviously going to say what I mean. Why do I need to preface it with, I mean? Mm-mm. But yeah. So I was texting with my mum during it, you know, she, uh, we were coordinating. Oh, she,
0: she loved it, didn't she? Of
1: course, she, yeah. Mum mum loved it. All well, mums everywhere loved it, apart from the mums who were like, no, Dad, with the monarchy um mm. but uh yeah no it was it was all right it was good to see people i think in such a whatever anyone thinks about the monarchy i think it was nice to have a bank holiday weekend where people could kind of come together as a community and celebrate and be jolly during this like really horrible time where like chuck kind of chopped tomatoes costs a pound in the supermarket you know mm-hmm. it was cool and um, good to see some celebs attending, you know?
0: Ant and Dick were there. Ant and Dick were there. I
1: know. TV royalty. And-, and Nick
0: Cave, for some reason. I have no idea why he was there, but he was there.
1: Was it like a Commonwealth thing?
0: Pro- possibly. Was he
1: like the Aussie rep?
0: Well, I mean, the the Prime Minister was there. I don't know why they needed Nick Cave well, as well.
1: Well, maybe the Prime Minister wasn't as catchy and they just thought like they needed to have like a media
0: person as well. Well, the the problem is that the PM changes so often most people wouldn't in the UK wouldn't have a clue if they even if they saw him so uh. let's just put someone that they probably know
1: yeah 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 exactly
0: but if you wanted to do that you'd get Kylie why nick cave of all people it was a weird it was weird to see him there yeah and just put paul from neighbors yeah everybody knows who that is get Tody. Right. over nick cave you know nick Co- no one's heard from nick cave since like 1992 why nick cave i don't understand you know what i've just figured out
1: why it is it's because his wife she does Vampire's Wife which is a really big clothing line which is what um, I think Catherine Middleton you have to call her Catherine she hates being called Kate She I think she wears a lot of Vampire's Wife and like all the
0: slabs. Uh. So they got an invite.
1: So I think, so maybe it's to do with that because she like dresses the royals and stuff and TV people. That makes sense. So maybe it could be, because I don't think a lot of people would even necessarily realise that Nick Cave was Australian anyway, because people are silly. Oh, yeah. You know, so Mm. that was interesting. And um, who else was there? Katy Perry. She looked very out of place there, didn't she? Why is Katy Perry at the coronation With that giant hat. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So weird. Apparently she was like trying to find out where she was seated and didn't realise it was a British free-for-all kind of thing. <laughs> so she's like, where's my seat? No, just sit where you can, love. Settle down. That was good. Yeah. Um, Joanna Lumley, dressed like a sailor. That was good.
0: Oh, I don't think I saw her. Yeah. she's must re- have missed
1: it. Yeah, she was wearing a little sort of sailor dress, which was, and I saw some... Commentary of her after, which was just like, "Oh gosh, it was just so absolutely lovely and just wonderful." <laughs> and oh, I'm just going to drink champagne all day now. And the music, oh. um, so Um, sounds good. Uh, fully
0: in character as always. It's
1: <laughs> just fully as Joanna Lumley, always and forever lionel richie was there obviously i guess people who were playing at the concert were there but um I didn't,
0: oh yeah i did see lionel richie there yeah
1: i didn't really notice anyone like super cool there you know like you expect what, some super but, cool but, people
0: but what about the coronation itself well the coronation itself was like make him say all his things and bring out his his what that was the, the the scepter and the orb and uh, there was a, like a i don't know it looked like bracelets or something i don't know what he brought they brought out a bunch of things
1: yeah it was interesting i think um obviously it's a tradition that's been going on for so many hundreds of years now interestingly they mentioned the first king being coronated in bath abbey which is where i live which is in the 1060s Mm. 1072 1060s i can't remember so obviously it's like a, a weird thing which just hasn't really changed so i think it's not like they tried to specifically update it did they so it all felt a bit medieval Lord of the Rings style I liked the bit where he had to go and get changed in a
0: little cubicle
1: and obviously like no one
0: anointed with some magic oil yeah yeah
1: and like no one in the church in the abbey could see him but sky news got a camera in there and it was just basically king charles just getting changed into his long johns and his shirt and it's (laughs) just like the the illusion of matt like the big reveal was kind of ruined because of the cameras but yeah
0: (laughs) funny and and i know i liked the sword i liked the orb what about was it Penny Mordant holding that sword for hours and hours? Yeah. What sort of arm power does she have? She must have been working out for like six months.
1: I know. Well, she. Because she yeah. knew
0: I'm going to stand there and hold this thing for like at least two hours.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was insane. Yeah, she's got military back. She was actually. In the running to be our prime minister instead of Liz Truss,
0: I know, I thought she was going to get it. Yeah, yeah, and she yeah. She
1: didn't. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm not. Don't necessarily think she's super duper, but I think she's, she's super duper at holding swords. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like, if there's a, <laughs> if there was a threat, you know, if a war started against, oh, yeah. you, she'd be right on the front line, wouldn't she? Wielding that sword. And uh, her dress was interesting.
0: Every, every time I saw her, I was just like, wow, she's still holding it.
1: Yeah, she's still going strong. Yeah. And yeah. then even
0: after she gave it to Charles, he held it for, you know, five minutes. And, and the then fellow. she got it back again and had to yeah. hold it for the rest of the
1: thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and um, What a job. TV royalty, Fluella Benjamin carried the orb down the aisle, I think. Down the aisle, is that ah, right? yeah, yeah, I, I like, guess. Is that Fluella Benjamin? She's, no way. That was cool. <laughs> I don't know why, but I think she's an MBE
0: or something. So maybe she—they asked her to do it. The big thing was just everybody was just waiting to put the hat on, mm. to put on the crown. Mm. That was the big thing. Mm. And then Camilla, Camilla's part of it sort of seemed so. I don't know. Tiny, such a tiny part of the whole thing. Well, like she was it was literally like 2 minutes and she's done.
1: Well, it's amazing that she even managed to get the crown on her head anyway, like it's in terms of who becomes king or queen, like a woman who's had an affair with the king and was married already to be given a blessing of becoming a full-on mm. queen. It's like I think she like she was like constantly shaking and looking around. She's probably just like oh is this really happening to me you know Mm. and
0: then i love the bit where i thought one weird thing was the whole time that charles was like reading all his things and getting the 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 sword and all the stuff she barely looked at him like i know they've done a rehearsal so she knows what's happening but i've just thought it weird that for such a massive historic momentous thing that you know you're probably not ever going to see again that she barely bothered to even look at what was happening for most of, the, most of the show, call it a show. <laughs> but it was just weird. Like, she sort of just kept, like, staring ahead and occasionally just, like, looking off into the distance. And if you have a look at it, she hardly looked at Charles for the whole thing. I thought that was a bit strange. Could she even see? Because so well, she so old. <laughs> except when he was behind the, the, <laughs> the thing where they shoot the horse, behind the screens yeah she she, it was right next to her and she just didn't bother looking i thought it was a bit weird because i just thought if i was there five you know three meters from this thing happening how would you not be watching it was just weird i don't know
1: yeah it was she kind of had like it's like she wasn't really completely there and then she like got the crown on her head and i noticed her fringe got like right into her eyes and then she like started Mm. blinking and going crazy even more And she was like no she kept
0: trying to adjust it yeah
1: yeah, but I just thought it was weird that they were all reading off cue cards as well because I thought it was just because Charles is like so old but then William read off some cue cards and the Archbishop read off some everything, cue cards. pretty much
0: everything there was cards but I suppose for such a big thing which is, you know, live TV around the world you don't want to mess it up and I guess also legally you have to say like a few exact phrases and terms so it's all the right way. So I guess that's another thing why. Mm. not just because they might forget they've got a what they've got to say, but like I'm sure there's some things which have to be word for word. This is the legal terminology, so this is all of you know, it's like a wedding. If you don't say like some exact phrases at a wedding, it's not legal. Yeah. It could be like that.
1: It's weird how he has to use the sword to defend widows.
0: <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Is yeah. he just gonna, uh, like he's just gonna like he's gonna walk along the street and some widow's gonna be like, "Help me, help me! Excuse me, sir! Give I'll me my you. sword!" <laughs> <Wow. sighs> so
0: strange. Yeah, I'll say this is just all the traditional things. The thing that I saw everybody keep saying was Charles wants to like make things more modern, and this is a big. It's pared down from what it used to be, and this is a lot smaller. It still costs a lot of money. It's, it's co- still. I've heard numbers from a hundred million to two hundred and fifty million pounds. I have no idea who's right, but those are the numbers I've heard. That's a lot of money. It is
1: a lot of money. Obviously, it's it's extortionate, and ex- is it worth any of it? I think I was I was discussing this afterwards, and I kind of thought, well, Margaret Thatcher's funeral cost five million. The amount of money, like it costs like a hundred and fifty grand for Boris Johnson and what's her face to to redo their flat. It costs mm-hmm. so, like. MPs charged like a couple of years ago. An MP charged taxpayer like twenty five grand to revamp a pond. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of like it's really expensive, but there's so much that we pay for which is so unnecessary that like this is the kind of thing that I don't mind like a quid of my money going towards if that makes sense. Even though it is really extortionate and it's a cost of living crisis and stuff, but. I just feel like I'm sure Rishi Sunak and his wife have like charged something ridiculous to the taxpayer unnecessarily. And I guess we got a bank holiday out of it. Was it a four day, three day? I
0: don't know. I wonder if there wasn't a cost of living crisis happening right now with all this inflation and all these Mm. other things. If this whole coronation thing would have been, it wouldn't have attracted so many anti-monarchy people if it was just normal times. I mean, they're always going to be there, Mm. but I'm sure being in the middle of this crisis just made it look a lot worse than it was.
1: Well, yeah, and also I think if Charles, I know Charles has been like, it's like the longest wait for a promotion ever, isn't it? But Mm. I think if he had just sort of gone, actually, do you know what? Yeah, I'm 75 years old. William, you might as well just do this. I think there would have been a lot more of a positive oh, reaction if yep. it had just gone
0: straight to them but yep. you know there was but, al- yeah there's always been talk of that for like at least 20 years people have always said oh you know it might just go straight straight to William who yeah, knows yeah but then after yeah like you said after he's been waiting for this long he's not just going to go oh, oh no no thanks yeah, it was, totally. It was never going to happen.
1: Yeah, it's really it's difficult, isn't it? Because even when the like the Queen died, there are all these arguments about, oh, mostly from people who don't necessarily know about history. Like, oh, the Queen robbed and pillaged lands. It's like, uh I see where you're coming from, but actually, Queen Elizabeth II actually her her reign st- stopped a lot of that happening, and they did, you know. So it it was kind of like. The start of the end of Britain's horrible history of colonizing.
0: Yeah. You know. Plus, now's maybe not the best time to bring it up.
1: Yeah, I mean, (laughs) it is fine. You have to
0: do it on the day?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a valid discussion, and I think it's an important discussion. But I think it's a bit. I I sent you that article, didn't I? About that was it an aboriginal is he Aboriginal newscaster who's been on the telly for oh. twenty years in yeah, Australia. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know him, so I don't, I don't I haven't heard of him. And I think you know, like he's completely valid to have those questions. Like, oh, you know, these people's ancestors yeah. basically like wrecked our land and what have you. But I think when you're just having a for live telly, when you're trying to have a, a jolly jolly old time
0: of it, you know, and I can yeah, imagine people, in Australia it's pe- quite people who tuned in to watch the coronation.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. They're not going to be anti-monarchs, are <laughs> they? And <laughs> then
0: have this guy just tell you how rubbish the whole thing is. That's not what you want to hear. Yeah. That's not why I turned the TV on yeah, today.
1: Yeah, exactly. Even if he has some really valid points, it's like we're watching we're watching it on Sky, I think, just because. It was on YouTube, and one of uh, was it Kay Burley, one of the news reports, was like, and of course, uh, is there any point to this at all? Um, blah, 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 blah. It's just like, don't, don't just try and like shove in yeah. an anti monarchist point just for the sake of it. it might be a good bit of live telly or you think you're anti
0: monarchist. It's so weird to kind of do that. Well, that guy you're talking about is Stan Grant. He's Stan a Grant. Indigenous Australian. And a lot of people don't like him. Mm. And like he quit his, like he's got like a politics talk show mm. once a week. Mm. And he's only done that for the last couple of years. The ratings have tanked since he's been the new host mm. because he just makes everything about him. He mm. makes everything about indigenous, what's the word?
1: Values uh, and history and makes Yeah, he just makes it race, all about
0: it? everything's about him, everything's racist. Right. That's basically his, that's where he comes from in Mm. almost any interview he comes into. And every interview he does, he talks over people. He doesn't let them speak. Right. And so now he's quit and he's saying because of all this racist abuse. And it's like, well, yeah, Mm. that happens to lots of people. Yeah. Um. But 90 plus percent of the criticism towards you has nothing to do with your race. It's because you're a dickhead and people just don't like you and the way you conduct yourself. It's got nothing to do with the color of your skin. Yeah, yeah. But of course, he just sees every single criticism as being racist against him because he's brown. Yeah, I'm not saying they weren't racist comments. They Mm, weren't. Yeah, yeah. But it was a very small percentage, and people have been criticizing him for 20 plus years.
1: Right, yeah. He's
0: been been around a long time but they're not criticizing the skin color Mm. it's just people don't like him because he's not a nice person yeah yeah and he just plays you know i hate that phrase play the race card but he just does it Mm. every single conversation he has he cannot see it through this some sort of like race lens Mm. and maybe that's understandable because that's what he is and that's how he sees things yeah but it's um yeah a lot of people didn't like Especially his coronation comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now he's quit. He says, I'm walking away. I can't, I can't do this. And yeah. It's like, but then that just brings out those racist idiots who are like, Yeah, get lost. We don't like you anyway. Yeah. So oh. he, in, in a way, he's let them win by <laughs> walking yeah. away. It's so you know,
1: difficult, isn't it's it? It's not my... No, I mean, it's it's really difficult, isn't it? Because you're... Everyone... I can imagine if anyone's in that kind of position, they want to use their voice to kind of fight for the cause and fight for justice. But I think, like we've discussed many times, as kind of a tactical way if you're going to change minds and change policy and change people's behaviours, people are always going to want to do the opposite of what they're being told, you know? And mm. I think there's a kind of there's more strategic ways of doing it i mean i have no i i've personally i've i've heard some really awful as i'm sure people have from england have heard some really horrible stories come out of australia particularly within the asian community of like literally people being shouted out on buses and being spat at and stuff so it's kind of like We know it's there on both sides, you know, but if you're just going to keep telling these people, you're racist and you're bastards and you need to be nice to us and we're... It's 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 really tough, isn't it? I don't know what the answer is, but I know people just don't like being told and battered over the head with a view that they don't necessarily believe in or have come round to, especially when they just want to tune in to the telly
0: on a Saturday night or whatever, isn't it? Yeah, so tough. I'm sure sure there's a way that he could, you know, get his point across. Again, I don't know what that way is, but there must be a way.
1: Well, it's like the to say the
0: things he wants to say without offending almost everyone he's talking to. Yeah,
1: totally. Not everyone could be a Louis through where you're just like asking really stupid people just uh, questions I, I and they just do like it themselves, him. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I back used in to the like old days, now until
0: until my wife watched a few of them and she said, um, "I can see what he's doing." Mm. You know, he sort of he leads the interview. He asks these sort of antagonistic questions, and and once I saw the way that he, the more interviews I saw, the more I saw his tactics, and I'm just like. He's not as good as I thought he was. He's just doing the same thing in every situation. Yeah. And it's not great.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
0: before I saw what he was doing... Yeah. I liked his shows. Yeah, totally.
1: But, yeah. but I know what you mean about the talking over thing because I find um, when I watch Piers Morgan, I just don't know how people can put <laughs> up with him because, I i mean, he's so obviously a horrible, nasty little man. But on top, and, and but then you think, oh, well, maybe he's just a really good interviewer and that's why he's so popular. He's really not. He just literally talks over everyone unless he agrees the fuck out of someone's opinion and then he'll be quiet
0: and yeah he
1: had um he did an interview with jordan peterson who you know is like a controversy i I, i'm here or there about jordan peterson i find him quite interesting he's got some controversial views but because piers morgan is like oh i agree the fuck out of you i'm gonna let you talk you know but when it's someone he's just like oh but it's just like dude this isn't an interview tactic and i don't know why people like it because he's so annoying he's the worst cancel that's the same
0: thing that stan grant does it's not just talking on the other side yeah it's making whatever show he's on it's the piers morgan show now yeah 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 because it's all about him yeah it's not about the person he's interviewing yeah it's about him and his ego and that's it and that's what Stan Grant does too. That's what he does.
1: Where are all the like? Do <laughs> you know what I mean? Where Where are the classy yeah. interviewers? Where have they all gone? Where 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 like I I know people like Graham Norton, for example. It's all a bit jovial, isn't it? What's happened to like a, just a nice sit down, asking some classy questions, letting people talk, having an interesting discussion because ultimately I think if you just ask like the important questions people are going to show themselves up anyway they can't help exactly. themselves, you know
0: the problem is I think most people don't want to see that
1: no people love the they, it's a click the older clickbait. the
0: older people who grew up watching that sort of style of thing yeah they're all going yeah and it's all the young idiots now who want this brash sort of mm. that's that sort of interview Yeah. Because they think that that's better, but they're idiots because they're young and they don't know any better. It's not better, Mm. but they think it is.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is from someone who doesn't, I don't, watch telly, which people
0: still find such a controversial issue. I I still find that amazing.
1: Well I just don't really like one, I don't want to pay a BBC license fee because I think the BBC (laughs) are disgusting company. What they did hiding Jimmy Savile's disgustingness is uh, Mm. disgusting, disgusting. And and also it's just like all the other channels have adverts that pay for them. So literally all we're doing is paying 150 quid a year just so the BBC can keep what? What what do they even really do, you know? So that's that's kind of my stance on it. And I don't really my I know my mum gets a bit worried. She's like, oh, you haven't seen like it's it's always like because I don't watch telly. It's like I'm completely not attached to the rest of the world. But, you know, she'll get very like, oh, but you haven't. Why haven't you seen Happy Valley? I I'd like, don't, well, don't know. I don't have all the time to watch all these things. I kind of I find myself at like half past nine at night going, oh, do I have time to fit a movie in? Do you know what I mean, if I had telly all day, I'd just be sat in front of it you know so maybe i'm not the best person to talk about what's <laughs> what's good and what's not and I, what people still, should be
0: doing i still don't know said before that tv license thing's just a weird thing
1: it's so crazy isn't it and there's still 6 6000 people
0: in the uk who have a black and white tv license so what what if you just went and bought a tv and then took it home mm. and started watching tv do you think that someone's going around with a magical tv detector to tell if you're watching or not. That no. doesn't happen. No, they don't. They just knock so on your door. It's a it's a really bizarre thing. What? Do they have a right to search your house to see if you have a TV? No, they don't. No. It's weird, so isn't it? So, it's you I know, guess as long if as your you- TV's not shining straight out the front window, and it's in another room.
1: Yeah, 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 totally. I don't see a problem. Like, don't install a satellite dish and then go, what television? You know, luckily I've snipped the cable on our satellite dish because it was making it so we couldn't close the window, which I thought was a very Uh. strange um, bit of DIY from our landlords but never mind uh, so no no chance of satellite tv for me uh
0: mm. but
1: yeah but no you've got,
0: in, you've got internet so that you're fine got
1: internet i've got a dvd player but watch it yeah, i watched watch kramer versus kramer on dvd the other night Watched thelma and louise you know i'm happy see
0: the thing is <laughs> when all these pathetic screaming sites crash and burn yeah, we'll be sitting back laughing, watching exactly. our DVDs.
1: Exactly, exactly. It's surrounded every, all by all them. these young
0: people are just sitting there crying, going, "They took my TV away."
1: Yeah, exactly. And we'll just be
0: laughing our heads off. Yeah, ah, you stupid young people.
1: What are they going to do when TikTok goes down? You know what? How, oh no! But I'm well, not going to be able to happening. watch Happening.
0: There's already one. I think one state in the U.S. has already totally yeah. banned it. Yeah. So it's. It's coming. Yeah. That band is coming.
1: Yeah, I just wish it was for the right reasons. But maybe that's a conversation for another time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, do we have any more Coronation comments?
1: Coronation comments. No Corgis. (laughs) Um, oh, yes.
0: Yeah, no corgis. I think
1: corgis are out now. The Queen's dead. Um, Didn't someone say Andrew was getting the corgis? Yeah, yeah.
0: Disgusting. Good luck with that.
1: No. <laughs> uh, poor corgis. Someone save the corgis. Someone save Andrew. Them. Please. <laughs> please, for God's sake, what's he um, going to do
0: with them? What is um, it? RSPCA. Somebody. <laughs>
1: yeah, please. Someone call the, the RSPCA. Save the corgis and bring me one. <laughs> Oh, and I also liked how they kind of like just shoved like, oh, here's a gospel choir. Look how cool the king is. Oh, look, here's some other faiths right at the end. Like, oh, and now he's getting a Hindu blessing. And now he's (laughs) gay. I mean, that was like, look, he's so with the people.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was That made me laugh.
1: Um, No New Zealand. What's that New Zealand dance that they do before the rugby?
0: Haka. Yeah, Mm, no haka. None of that. (laughs) Okie dokie. So that's enough coronation stuff. Let's. Talk about the other big thing, yes. and that is the Eurovision <laughs>
1: 2023
0: oh in my goodness. Liverpool.
1: Liverpool! Woo-hoo. When okay. I've, I've performed um, at St. George's Hall before, twice. Oh. Twice? Once. Ooh. Which was where I think the opening stuff was. Not the main thing, because it was too big, but yeah. I think Frankie Goes to Hollywood were outside St George's Hall, and I performed in there. <gasps> wow. Good memories, but yeah, Eurovision. What a what a night! An early morning for you.
0: Yeah, five no four thirty a.m. It started here.
1: I was really surprised that you got up and watched it. To be honest, I would have been like, no,
0: this is oh, too you've, much. You've, you've got you've got to really. It's fine if you if you go into bed at eight o'clock. Yeah, you still sleep at eight hours. That's fine.
1: Why does Australia like it so much?
0: Uh Australia generally doesn't. Oh, <laughs> I, I've only really watched it for about the last pretty much since we were in it, like maybe ten years. Right, maybe a little bit longer.
1: That's so weird. But my
0: my cousin, he loves it. Like he was in Liverpool, he goes to these. He goes to it every year.
1: Oh, that's that's
0: like his big. You know, he works all year. That he saves all his money and every year he goes to Eurovision. That is so and weird. He's in, and he was like um, president of the Australian whatever club, Eurovision, wow. and um, organizes all the events and all this stuff. And he's, he's on the TV every year. Like when – I don't know if you watch the semifinals as well. No, no. When the Australian entrant uh, Voyager, yeah, as soon as they were done – they always show like you know somebody from that country going crazy. It's always him,
1: really, because he's
0: always there with giant Australian flags.
1: Oh, I, need to, I need to watch oh, that back. Need to watch it. Funny. Were you impressed by your, your entrant this year and how far they went? I didn't mind the song. Yeah, I um, didn't think you would.
0: It was. Yeah, I didn't love it. Mm. It was fine. There were other countries I was yeah, much, yeah, yeah. I much preferred
1: yeah <laughs> I loved Australia's performance and I loved how it started off with him in the car and there was the keytar on the passenger seat oh, yeah and I was That's just like it. yes this is everything already but in terms of rock I think I preferred Germany I know they did really badly
0: um, oh yeah I didn't like Germany at all
1: no no I didn't it was it was very it was like he kind yeah. Kind of looked a bit like Hedwig and the Angry Inch, but it was also quite Ramsteiny, but also glam. It was just like everything, wasn't it? It was like yeah. we are the most rock. But I did, I was, I didn't mind it at all. And he did have a Marilyn Manson tattoo on his leg, which maybe didn't really help mm. the cause for him. But I don't, you know, that's just speculation. But I, I, I just thought they looked all right and they weren't the worst. And I get maybe rock is just not that. I don't know. Maybe people are like, oh, man, her skin did it first.
0: I was really surprised that the UK girl did as badly as she did. Why? I mean, it wasn't zero points. He's still got like 24 or 26 points or something. Because I told you, that was actually an okay song. Right, But yeah. I know it's the general Eurovision trend to not give points to the UK for whatever reason. Yeah. Maybe it's just always been like that. But the song wasn't bad. There were much worse songs, which got way more points. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that song was okay. And you just, you, you laugh when I said that before. Yeah. Because you said, all my friends think it's absolute garbage like every yeah, yeah,
1: year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, for... Entrance, it's like like for a Eurovision song, it was fine, not my cup of tea, but in terms of entries, it was like, you know, fine. I think there was this conspiracy theory that Sam Ryder only got as far as he did last year because they knew Ukraine was going to win and England was the choice to foot the bill for hosting Eurovision. Um, and in the same way that Sweden won this year because it's ABBA's 40th, 50th fiftieth, annam- yeah. anniversary. Yeah, um,
0: you're looking back at the history of that, I'm sure it's just a giant coincidence uh, that um, is it Sweden, <laughs> Sweden, Sweden has won the year before the 10th anniversary of, uh, ABBA winning, the 25th anniversary of ABBA winning, mm. and now they've mm. won the year before the 50th. So they guaranteed that they hosted on the 10th, the 25th, and the 50th yeah. anniversary. Yeah. So I'm, I'm sure it's just a coincidence, right? Uh, yeah, 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 totally. It's, um, um, actually that's not quite right because they, wasn't it 1972 they won i don't i don't know so if if next year is 2024 that doesn't even add up
1: i'm i'm really controversial that i hate abba so you know (laughs) like really people like how do you hate abba i'm like
0: please i got brainwashed with (laughs) abba since i was about five years old so it's it's just in my head i don't hate it absolutely Uh, uh, i don't love it yeah it's just it's just there
1: no, no, I literally like, because I'm like some, some part Swedish, I think my mum was like, you must listen to it because they're Swedish. And I'm like, but you're not Swedish. You, you have a posh English accent and you're, you've never <laughs> been to Sweden, have you? She's like, oh, but you know, oh, they do us proud, whatever. Hate Abba! Shut up! Like literally, just Abba Gold was just on repeat in my house all the time, and in the car, I was like, "Oh, this is too much Abba." The only thing I like about Abba is Alan Partridge. Knowing me, knowing you, aha! (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, you know. And I think that Abba Voyage thing—it's just like, oh, great, they get to sit on their butts while some avatars rake them in loads of money. The future of concerts. But um mm. but yeah, I wonder if that girl for England, she wasn't like she wasn't like a typical Eurovision girl, was she? Like no. if you could like she wasn't like quirky enough to be like a stupid Swedish girl with her long nails or <laughs> you know, or like you know how like sometimes um some of the more Eastern Europe countries, they have a like gothic looking girl who does some like throat singing or something weird. She mm. wasn't like that end, but she wasn't like watch me dance from israel she was like something in the middle and like she kind of looked like she was gonna like not like nut you in the face like any moment do you know i mean like she wasn't like approachable so i don't know if like maybe it didn't translate to the rest of the world kind of like who is with her like painted on eyebrows and her kind of yeah
0: i don't know she just didn't really seem very eurovision like once the first they do the jury votes once they started coming in and it was just twelve points for Sweden. Twelve <sighs> points for Sweden. Ten yeah. points. I was just like, "What is going on here?"
1: Yeah, and, fi- and I,
0: yeah. I couldn't hum you one second of that song.
1: No, no. I, Even I, on
0: the day that I heard it, I no, it was just gone instantly because uh, it was wasn't a good song.
1: The witch in a box. That's all I can remember about her. She's just like ah. Uh, it
0: help. was a. It was ah. Uh, everyone was saying it was like. uh panini press or something
1: yeah, yeah 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 and actually you know if like if the judges hadn't been so tactical with their voting finland would have it would have been finland oh, then exactly. norway
0: then maybe sweden because they made sure the jury votes were high enough that even if the public went absolutely bonkers for finland which mm, they did yeah that sweden would still just win yeah they calculated it perfectly because they only won by about 50 points i think yeah because the public votes for Sweden, were only like 200-something. Yeah. Finland was almost 400.
1: Yeah, and Norway got like 350 after doing so badly in the judge. They went from like 18th point place right up to like 4th or 3rd or something. It was crazy. It, it's
0: always the most amazing thing looking at... Because there's no lie. You know, it's no secret that all this voting for different countries... There's so much politics involved in it between yeah. different European countries. Yeah. Like, I think Greece didn't give – Greece or Cyprus always give their points to each other, but this year it didn't happen and everyone's like, oh, what the hell's happened Mm. here? Because it's (laughs) always happened. Yeah. And it's just – yeah. And then you see the difference between the jury votes – and the public vote sometimes they are so different.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's it's why they like bought the public. Somebody, vote Somebody in.
0: who's fifteenth can go up to like second place yeah. or something. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think that's that's probably why they bought the public vote in, and because it hasn't been around for that long. It's probably because they're just like so fed up of it being like the same political votes all the time. So. Yeah, no, it was bloody yeah. exciting. Well, now, I,
0: because of this Sweden winning purely by the jury, if the jury hadn't voted that way, they wouldn't have won. Finland would have won. Yeah. Which I, I love that Cha 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 song. It was great.
1: I feel really dirty. Like, I, I was so into the beginning of it because I, I was, like, drawn to, like, the rock <laughs> camp element of it. And then this it kind of went into this weird, like, Euro trash bit. And I was like, okay, and now they're doing the human centipede. <laughs> I'm like, okay, look, I'm, I'm just... I'm in it yeah fine good right, and I, I really liked Norway's I thought Norway's entrance was really catchy and it was like one of the only ones that I can remember in my head it was a bit of an earworm for me and, um, I really liked Belgium. I know you didn't. It was that guy who was a bit boy George. He was quite boy George. And then he had like the super attractive yeah. backing singers. I, I, I just thought, oh no, this is actually, I would listen to this. He's, yeah, it's fine for me. But that's what's so great oh, about I was Eurovision. was really <laughs>
0: surprised that the, the Ukraine entrance, because it was like, I knew they wouldn't win again, but I thought it was a pretty bad song and a pretty bad performance. It was just so average, but they still came like sixth. I was um, amazed by that.
1: I don't remember the song, but I remember the show was quite interesting.
0: There was just these two guys, yeah. and I think one rapped, and the other one just sort of stood at a keyboard or something, and yeah, it was just
1: yeah, boring. Yeah. Like,
0: my favorite ones, it's the visual thing that I remember. Yeah. Like you remember Finland because he had those green yeah. things. One of my favorite other ones was Croatia mm. with those sort of. I don't know, there was like six or seven guys wearing sort of like Sergeant Pepper esque weird clothes. And then they all like pulled their pants off and It was a stood Croatian sex club, wasn't it? White underwear. And they all had these big fake mustaches and it was it was hilarious. Yeah. It was, I wanted them to win. That yeah. was great. Yeah. I, I thought they would do better than they did. And then there was um there was Austria with the who the hell is Edgar? I oh, thought that was great. Love that. I thought yeah. I thought that would have done better. Yeah, because yeah. again, it's it was a catchy thing. There was one song by I think it might have been Poland. It was just this girl, and she sang this pop song. And I'm like, that's a pretty good pop song. But she just looks like a normal pretty girl singing a, a pop song. That's not what Eurovision is. She was way too normal for Eurovision.
1: Well, yeah, especially Poland has this whole subgenre of polo disco, which is so intense and so only of their country. I was kind of expecting a full on mm. polo disco song, and then it was like, oh, this is like a kind of generic nightclub tune. Okay, it's not very Eurovision, is it? Yeah,
0: it was just this pop song, and I'm like, oh, that's a good song. Yeah. And then I realized, oh, that's not going to do well because it's just too normal for Eurovision. It's not wacky. No. She's just wearing normal clothes, she's not wearing some crazy thing yeah. like the Finland guy. Yeah, uh, Israel. What about Israel? Oh, Israel. What about Israel? The, the the sexy girl doing the sexy dance. She came third.
1: Yeah, because she's, yeah, had the voice of a uni- uh, spirit of a unicorn. What was it? I can't remember. She was like, watch me dance. And everyone was like, Whoa. Yeah,
0: it was, it was about something about a unicorn. <laughs>
1: yeah. I liked, Everyone's
0: like, yes, I'll watch. Yes.
1: <laughs> I said to Lee, I was like, I'm really surprised Prince never just like watched Eurovision every year and like picked his backing dancers and protégés just from Eurovision.
0: Because How like, do you know he didn't watch Eurovision? How do we know Prince didn't watch Eurovision? That, that'd be something. That'd be something to find out.
1: But like some of those dancers, like the, the Israel girl, I was like, oh, she's you know, she's got Maite vibes. She, you know, better mm. than Carmen. I don't know. But I just kind of thought like. <laughs> and like some of the backing singers as well like there was a girl I was like oh she's got like quite an Andy Allo face and her voice is really good like why didn't Prince get come on look in <laughs> why didn't you watch it but yeah a bit weird overall
0: I liked you said France
1: yeah I liked France's big
0: I don't remember France at all
1: France always do a sweeping ballad type thing and France are absolute dicks because every year they refuse <laughs> the, the, the um points are always refused to speak in English, and we'll own. everyone else speaks in English. But they always just oh, like, yeah. no, we will speak in French. It's like, oh come on, everyone knows French and English. You know, it's not
0: difficult. And they're like, no,
1: we will speak Uh-oh. in French. Yeah, because I just we looked at French. a picture.
0: I, I remember, I remember who she is now. Yeah. yeah, it was okay. It was a very French song.
1: Yeah, like uh, watching
0: that. You know, if you didn't know it was France, as soon as you watched it, you'd be like, that's probably France. Yeah, Yeah. she was
1: wearing a bloody beret, for goodness sake. Come on, everyone. (laughs) And I really like, was it Albania or Algeria who had the family?
0: oh yeah the family (laughs) that was great i I remember them
1: i really liked spain as well i thought aesthetically they looked quite like body horror style which i liked kind of had like some they all had like rub rubber red outfits and there was like some red strangly beads they kind of did something yeah quite interesting so into it a couple of years ago i watched eurovision and it was like during lockdown and there was some uh glass non-glastonbury thing going on but it was like live from the eves farm and it had like damon albarn and tom york's new band and stuff and i was like do you know what i'm kind of enjoying eurovision more than this would so i'm fine (laughs) a horrible it's... thing to say because i'm a mass i love those bands but i was kind of having more fun watching eurovision than some grumpy
0: old men on a farm yeah th- i can see that
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh talking of grumpy old men and british music have you heard oh. that there's a big rumor that oasis are getting back together Oh,
0: there, there always is i think yeah. the money's tight i don't think about a month goes by where liam says yeah yeah we'll we'll, uh, we'll do it we'll do it and every time Noel's like no.
1: Ah, oh, but I think. But Noel's having said like, that, like
0: you said, Knowles had a divorce. Yeah. Um, interesting. Yes.
1: I think Noel's more like, oh, I could do with, I could do with the money. So who knows? But um. But he
0: cannot stand Liam, and would he go back on his word of saying? not a week goes by he doesn't say it's not happening mm. would he go back is he not is he too proud to go back on his word for the money I don't know
1: I think that'll I think be very
0: interesting to see
1: I think you're gonna be seeing them in the next year
0: <laughs> well I hope so and I hope the tour gets more than about five dates in before he walks off again
1: yeah 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 maybe they'll reunite for your I mean, I've,
0: <laughs> I've already seen him twice uh, you know I'll be yeah. fine if I don't see him again yeah yeah I saw them once at the peak like 1997 or 98 Mm. and then i saw them again i think 2005 Mm. so i saw i saw the huge oasis and then i saw the medium level oasis before the total explosion of the band i'll see them if they come back as long as they're not insanely expensive which they might be because they'll only be doing it for the money so yeah it'll be interesting
1: there used to be a water park quite near me in a a town called swindon which is sort of halfway between bath and oxford and the
0: water park. I know park, Swindon. You know is Swindon. The messenger from Swindon.
1: Yeah, and there was a water park called the Oasis there, there. And once, and they used to do concerts. And I think once Oasis played the Oasis. Oh wow. The Oasis is no more now, which is sad. <sighs> hmm. But that was a bit completely tangent on um, the Eurovision, which was bloody marvelous, to be honest.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, we watched. We watched all both the semi final. Both of those, and then the, the main one. Mm. So, yeah, I watched, I saw it all. It was great.
1: I didn't listen to the BBC commentary, but that's fine. I don't mind. I don't need commentary. I know people in Britain <laughs> tune in. Obviously, it used to be Terry Wogan back in the day, wasn't it? And now it's Graham. Do so they have to have an yeah. Irish person doing it? It's
0: weird. Yeah, the Australian, Yeah. the, the two Australian commentary people, they're fine, but they're no, they're no Graham Norton or, like, yeah. The UK commentary is always better and funnier. Yeah. I think everyone else tries to sort of, you know, they know that the the UK commentary is always the, the legendary one. Yeah. But no one can ever get close to it yeah it's just you can't yeah you can't do it
1: i did have a violent guttural reaction to the horrible covers the best of liverpool music i really was not a fan of that
0: i was just sort of like what is this there was one song i can't remember what song it was but some guy sang it and it was literally the most passionless soulless unemotional version of that song that i've ever heard I. I cannot remember what it was. it was it was like something like imagine or something it was it, it was, was imagine
1: just, and he's like just imagine all yeah. oh, for people like shut fuck off yes. fuck it's off it's like
0: yes i'm singing the correct notes but i have no idea what this song is about yeah or i have zero feeling for it it was really bad
1: and it's like also like of all the Beatles, you chose to do John Lennon's yeah. Imagine. Like for goodness' sake, there's so much good music to come out of Liverpool, and they chose that Mel C. I turn to you and never walk alone. <laughs> I for God's sake, like you got Cilla Black yeah. came from Liverpool. Frankie goes to Hollywood got relegated to just playing outside St George's Hall. In the semi-final yeah, bit, good. we were tuned in like, oh, Spanky Goes to Hollywood are going to be performing at Eurovision. No, they didn't even get that luxury.
0: No, they're outside in the rain. <sighs> Do
1: you know what I mean? And you've still got like two living Beatles, you know? Get Ringo yeah. up there doing Octopus's Garden, for God's sake.
0: I actually was really expecting at least a 10-second video from Paul. Yeah. Just to say something, you know, oh, it's great to have Eurovision here in Liverpool. Back in the days when we were doing this, we, you know, well, something, but there was zero.
1: Totally. I, I and, thought
0: that was really weird.
1: Totally. And he's the, um, I can't remember the exact name, but he basically is the head honcho at Lipper, which is Liverpool in, um, Academy for Arts, Performing Arts, which is like one of the best drama schools in the country and, and like drama music. So when you've got such a culturally iconic thing happening in your hometown, like what? I don't know. It made no sense. No. Oh, they did. Um, you spin me right round, baby. Right round. Dead or alive. Oh. But like that's like I've
0: one ne- I've song. I've never liked that song.
1: Like R.I.P. Pete Burns, but like that's like one song. Do you know what I mean? Like even a flock of seagulls who I don't like have more of a discography. Echo and the Bunnymen have more of a mm. discography. Like, please,
0: please. Anyway, that's my rant. What about um <laughs> what about where are Inspiral Carpets from? Are they Manchester or Liverpool?
1: Oh, this is a good question. I'm going to say Manchester because Lee my I think
0: they are. Partner. because I have a vague memory of Noel saying that he was a roadie for them. They, so that's probably his Manchester.:
1: Yeah, the Ma- Manchester movement, oh, I should have known that go. right off, but um...
0: <laughs> like I can only assume that nobody asked Paul because I would think he would have been more than happy to do a 20second video.
1: Exactly, and he loves cheesy stuff. So I can stuff. only assume
0: that no one asked.
1: Yeah, idiots, dummies, goodness sake!
0: Idiots is right.
1: Yeah, there's, oh, and there's, the lightning seeds, the Lars. Atomic kitten, even atomic. I, like, I, I'm not even saying like Atomic <laughs> kitten are good. I'm just saying I'm sure if someone had asked Atomic kitten to reform in the like to perform Eurovision, they would have jumped at the chance. There wasn't a single actual Liverpudlian musician who people know who played at that yeah. event. And I just think also it's just like oh, Mel C. Mel C had a brief solo career. She's obviously more famous for being in Spice. So I love, I love Mel C. And also I turn to you. Is not her big hit. Never be the same as her big hit. No. goodness sake. I know Lisa Left I Lopez wouldn't You know what song I really dead, like? But, oh. My
0: favourite song. Yeah. My favourite song from Mel C is that one she did with Brian Adams. What's it called?
1: Oh, Baby When You're Gone. When
0: you is it When You're Gone?
1: Baby When I You're Gone. I love that song.
0: That is a freaking That is a perfect pop song. It is perfect. really good. You
1: like that one. That was That's on the great. charts for oh, ages. That is wasn't a great it? song. Um That's a great song northern star anyway yeah mel c where are yeah, you no, at your I remember eurovision that one. yeah exactly anyway that so that was that was really naff just a load of bland people singing naff things that really annoyed me but yeah,
0: here's a bunch of nobodies singing a weird bizarre choice of songs the <laughs> but that's, that's eurovision i guess
1: i don't like the zootons but <laughs> even the zootons coming out doing a rendition of valerie like please anything there's so much something
0: choice. anything
1: god's sake but yeah it's fine i guess people don't take your vision very seriously do they and i get people are like oh why couldn't sam Ryder just enter again you can't do that can't have the same person <laughs> enter again with a different song oh well he's obviously popular no, you can't. That's not how it works. People have to go through a competition, you know? God's sake. God, getting Eurovision anger now. It's a byproduct.
0: Yeah, let's 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 get <sighs> away from Eurovision. Your You're getting too angry.
1: Uh, let's talk about the cost of living crisis.
0: <laughs> Ant and Deck have quit. Well, I don't know if they've quit. I think they're having a break from Saturday Night Takeaway, which yeah. has been on for like twenty years now.
1: I can't believe it's been on for twenty years. It feels like just so that's, the other day. That's some big news. That is big news. Yeah. Oh well. I, hope- I think they
0: did have a couple years off here and there. Yeah. But yeah. it's yeah, that's big news.
1: That's big news. Maybe they just maybe they're on a break. Maybe they're just you know, they want to have some. Maybe they, they do. Want-
0: I mean, they do work a lot. Yeah. They are on like so many shows like they can have a break
1: yeah exactly good on them good for them have a rest aunt looked very um like he was really trying to be positive at the coronation didn't he did i send you that video of him like practicing his smiles <laughs> <laughs> so you know i
0: did see the, yeah um doing some faces yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: and and the news the controversial
0: <laughs> philip schofield <laughs> yes oh, what man. what is the tell me what like i know there was the whole thing with the Cutting the line at the Queen's thing. But what is, is there something happening with like his brother or something? Yes. What's what's that story?
1: This is local. I just
0: vaguely saw it.
1: This is local to me because this actually, like his brother is from or lives in Bath. So his brother, Philip Schofield, was actually in this area with. Like, helping is, like, being supportive of his brother who's being tried as basically a uh, assault on a minor, basically. And so Philip Schofield's okay. brother has been, uh, I think he's been sentenced, I want to say, 11 years or something. Um, I'm going to fact check. Oh, wow. Fact check. Doo, 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 Tim Schofield, uh, guilty of 11 sexual offences. So I don't, 12 years in prison. So, yeah, so I think there's kind of like So some, now Philip's
0: quit because he says everyone's... Focused. Focusing on that and not the show or something.
1: Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I kind of, and then like, I think Holly Willoughby. See Again,
0: thanks to um, Lee Francis again, I cannot not call her Holly (laughs) Willoughby because that's what he always called her on Celebrity Juice when she was on that
1: oh it's so funny
0: just these things get stuck in my head
1: my mum loves I don't know if she loves her anymore but she definitely used to love her and was always used to say to me Grace you've got such a Holly Willoughby figure I didn't know if that was like I was like oh, okay
0: sure <laughs> is that good or bad <laughs> thanks
1: thanks for comparing me to Holly Willoughby I don't really I just remember her being what 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 does she even do she was Fern Cotton's mate that's all i really remember yeah but yeah so Phillips. yeah Sturphy. they were both
0: on celebrity juice as yeah, well being yeah. crazy <laughs> which is that's also ended hasn't it after yeah. many many years
1: yeah but um yeah i think people to be honest would prefer it if Alison hammond posted this morning anyway because i think people just like absolutely adore her even though it's very strange
0: holly will get the the sympathy
1: yeah 100
0: that's that's what she'll get
1: 100 percent.
0: they'll be like oh you in- endured <laughs> So yeah. she could come out of this winning, like being even more popular.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. But um, I th- I think she'll just go. I think she'll. they might try and give her like a date, uh, maybe an afternoon slot, like a kind of... Have a nice chat with Holly Willoughby oh, yeah. with a cup of tea. And she's just your best friend, isn't she? She's just normal, oh, like everyone, everyone else. She's just like us, isn't she? Oh, she's just got such a natural figure and yeah, she's so smiley. Yeah,
0: I don't... <laughs> I I don't know if she'd quit the morning show. I mean, that's gotta be good money. Mm. They'd have to offer her something pretty yeah. uh tasty for her to walk away from that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah, yeah, it could be another show. Yeah.
1: But no, I think Alice I think people love Alice and Hammond too much and they'll just make her the main host, to be honest. I don't I don't get it personally. She's a bit too much first thing in the morning. But you know, I'm yawning <laughs> just
0: thinking about how much she is <laughs> If 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 you're that tired imagine the listeners right now maybe it's a good time to end. Do you right think? Now.
1: Oh, I don't know. I've got so much more to say. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't talked about all what? the latest government controversies. No, th- that's a whole like 3 hour show oh, anyway. no. That's um you know. No, thank you. Um I saw a lovely video. Save save that for next time. I saw a lovely video the other day of a platypus being released back into the wild, which was nice. And then
0: getting instantly eaten by a crocodile. No,
1: platypus, platypuses, platypi, they will survive. (laughs) I feel like you're constantly sending me... There's a
0: video of Australian wildlife just going crazy.
1: Yeah, because I'm just like, oh, I love wildlife, so I love the Australian wildlife, and I want to visit. And you're just like, yeah, you think so? Look at this crocodile eating a human again. I'm just like, no, I
0: still Look want at to these come. These two kangaroos like knocking a house down.
1: Yeah, are you sure you want to visit? Look at this cute dog bee and buy a crocodile. <laughs> but I still want to come oh, and visit a koala.
0: <laughs> did i send you the one of the kangaroo that was trying to drown the dog
1: no did you <laughs> that
0: happens there's there's a there's a few videos like that
1: i don't um, know what kind of a dog? kangaroos
0: don't like dogs because dogs try to get them
1: do they try and hop in their pouches
0: <laughs> if a kangaroo knows if he can get a dog near the water and keep its head underwater, they can they can kill it. So what? that's what they try and do. They're, what? they're scary.
1: Is it actually yeah. instead of the apes we're worried about, is it the kangaroos that are secretly plotting to take it's the over the world? the kangaroos. They're coming.
0: The they're can- coming. The
1: kangas are coming. Ooh.
0: I would be scared. That's
1: a horror film in the making, isn't it? They're big. Uh-huh. I'm only five foot Someone two. Someone should do I'm that. Yeah, am scared. Yeah, kangas, the kangas are coming. I
0: think I mentioned this a long time ago, but if you ever get the chance to see an Australian movie called Razorback, watch that movie you've
1: sent it to me and i need to watch it oh
0: there you go and i hope i've still got it that's an uh, that's an amazing movie i need i need to watch it again it's been years since i've seen it okay let's
1: let's do a a, film It's a classic
0: it's one of those cult films it's not like massively it wasn't huge it wasn't massively popular but it's got this like cult thing now and people love it you know what what you know what it is now it's june which means my birthday is coming it's my birthday month (gasps) end of june is my birthday
1: (gasps) What are you gonna do? So happy birthday to me. Happy birthday. I'm gonna eat food as usual. Congrats. Yeah, next
0: time we record, I will be one year older. How sad.
1: And it's quite a princy month as well.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. His birthday too. Yeah, <laughs> twenty days after him. That's my birthday.
1: <laughs> oh, well, happy birthday. Everyone sent send, send me some fish pie, you know.
0: Oh, don't don't even talk about it. It's sorry. too sad to think that I'm going eat it.
1: I'm sorry. Well I'll I'm... just have to
0: eat McDonald's. <laughs> oh, well,
1: I'm off to Italy, Italy for five days. Italy. Italy.
0: Oh, nice.
1: For my cousin's wedding.
0: Oh, you'll have to tell us all about that.
1: I will send photos. There's going to be a lot of food, a lot of wine, hopefully not a lot of rain, but there's thunderstorms forecast You need, at some to, point. You need to
0: get up early and you need to go and get some, uh, some cappuccino. Exactly. And tell me if you can still find it for one euro.
1: Okay, that will be d- the challenge. I doubt it.
0: But if you could find it for one you were, or, or even less, that's yep. your challenge. Okay, challenge accepted. If you can find 80 cents, wow, okay. you found a magic place. All right. Because that's like 10 years ago prices. Okay. If they still exist, I'll be amazed.
1: I mean, I've got... I said i mean again. Curse me. There's breakfast included in my <laughs> hotel. So does that count? Because <laughs> that's free.
0: <laughs> no. Okay. You have to get out and go and find coffee
1: okay I'm real good.
0: italian coffee all right
1: challenge accepted
0: go and f- go and find the place where all the old old italian guys sit in the morning that's oh. the place you get your coffee from
1: i'll go and find those old italian guys that's gonna be me <laughs> okay.
0: only in a couple of years that's gonna be me <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'll go and find the mob and go and sit with them
0: <laughs> they're all sitting there <laughs> we're out of time thank you for listening thanks you can send us an email yeah I do if only i could remember what the email was i think it's It is. I hope so. So that's all. (laughs) That's it. Thank you for listening. Thanks. We'll be back in July. Wow. Yeah. There we go. That's all.
1: That's it. Bye. Bye bye. Thanks.